And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much from the voice of the legendary John Bon Jovial. Welcome, everyone, to another The David Bowers Awards, the show where every show is an award show because, hey, that's just the way we roll here. want to salute our friends around the world, including you, and, of course, in Rochester, New York, Mary Perry, accredited disability representative who underwrites The David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. And uh, if you're uh, if you're in upstate New York, you can find them at 103.7 on the FM dial, WRFZ, Rochester Free Radio. And uh, we are also heard around the world on various and sundry uh, mechanisms like uh, YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, Mixcloud, uh, TuneIn Radio app now, and also on the new PodCoin, the app that pays you to listen to podcasts just like this one, where we play a lot of new indie music, and uh, we're going to give you a sample right now. This is an interesting group. I'll tell you about it after we listen to Check My Pulse by Boja. Can you hear me when I cry? Been too long without love And I feel like I'm gonna die Play me with your hand And they told me that That I am too thin That I am too fat Hey, Miss Doctor Can you hear me when I cry? Play me with your hand Check my pulse again Tell me I'm alive
gotta find me a doctor One that treats me right Massage me in the daytime Make love to me at night Hey, Miss Doctor Can you hear me when I cry? sound there. It's an interesting sound from a group who call themselves Boja. I guess it's Boja. V-O-J-A. I guess it could be Boja. I'll have to check that out. I don't really know. The song is called Check My Pulse. But the interesting part is it's an old friend of ours here on the David Bowers Awards, Eric McMahon. Some friends of his put it together. It's an independent project featuring some of the top blues, rock, jazz musicians from the Chicago area and includes uh, Danny Serafin, who was the drummer for Chicago, and bassist Richard Peterson, who played with Miles Davis. Uh, it's interesting sound, and I think I'd like to get at least one of them on the show to talk to us about it, maybe play a couple of tracks, because they've, uh, they've got a really, really good sound there. I really like that. Uh, and before we go to John Bon Jovial in the next part of the show, I do want to make a correction to what I said uh, a little while ago. I was checking to see if you were paying attention, and apparently you were. Yes, because I was. Somebody immediately caught the fact <laughs> the fact that I that I misspoke and got uh, WRFZ Rochester Free Radio's uh, uh, numbers wrong. Uh, whatever I said, forget it. It's one hundred six point three FM in Rochester, New York. Rochester Free Radio one hundred six point three. I will brand that on the back of my hand so that I don't do, say whatever I said before. I have no idea. I never heard of the numbers of that other station anyway, so I have no idea why uh, that was on the tip of my tongue. But uh, nevertheless, my apologies to all of our friends in Rochester. We love you, and we'll try not to let that happen again. John Bon Jovial, how are you this week? Fairly wonderful. I you know, can't complain. If I did, nobody would listen. You know, it's the standard line. 
Uh, I want to go back to, is it Voja, Vo, Voja for a second? You know, Voja or Voja? Yeah, it's got a nice, sultry sound to it. Doesn't it? Uh, yeah. It really does. I yeah. mean, if that doesn't go commercial, I don't know what will, because that I think that has hit written all over it. Uh, nice yeah, song, nice tune, nice, it really dark, is. sultry yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I, it, really, it really does. What's going on out there in the desert today? Uh, well, it's uh, it's typically warm. I think we're at 113 or 114 as we speak, and uh, that's supposed to be about the high for the day, although there are other places in the state up along the Colorado Riverbed that uh, they're hitting 120 today. It's a, uh, it's a warm one, uh, absolutely. We've had a uh, warm snap to pay for that uh, lovely June that we had. How about down there in the, the swamp? Well, here in sunny southwest Florida, it hasn't been so sunny lately. We've been getting an awful lot of rain. I think uh, in North Naples, Florida, which is where I live, uh, we have gotten in the last four days about seven inches of rain. It has just rained its butt off, and uh, I will be ready for a, a full day of sunshine, even if it is humid out there with the helicopter-sized mosquitoes. We're just getting tired of the rain. <laughs> Uh, would it be safe to say that the uh, drought is over? Oh, yes. Yes, and certainly is. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. I mean, you, we, we wouldn't want you to have a drought in the swamp there. No, today. no, 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 not at all. The pythons might I not always, like it. I always consider that an anachronism there. It just didn't make sense to me how a piece of land that is not only surrounded by water, but basically is a pontoon on water, how you could possibly have a drought there, but hey, Whatever it takes, and I'm, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that it has at least abated. So, <laughs> congratulations on that. Well, thank We've you got very some much. excellent. You're welcome. We've got some excellent guests here uh, this week. We've got uh, one return guest and one new artist who's never been on the show before. And after listening to us, she may never want to come back again, but that's another story for another time. We want to say thanks to our house band, Titty Bingo, that provides our theme music for us. Remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. They play some some great old home rock and roll. You can sit on the back porch with a, a cup of your favorite brew or whatever and uh, just sit, kick back, and listen to some good old rock and roll. Titty Bingo, the Texas boys. And uh, we're going to move on right now because our first guest is sitting in the green room waiting for us and having questions about why she's even here. But uh, we'll try We'll try to keep it in line and, uh, and make her welcome. If you would welcome also, we're going to be talking in just a couple of moments with Kristen Karma. First, we're going to listen to a track we played here of hers uh, probably about a month or so ago. And here it is. It's called Party Heroes.
it is. Party heroes. That is Kristen Karma, who is here to talk with us today. Kristen, hello there. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming by. So glad. What a rocker that is. That's a, you know, for for this day and age, and the uh, all the electro pop and dance music that's out there. That thing is is really a thumper. That that kicks out. It's a good sound you got there. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I try and combine, you know, you know, those dance beats with the with the rock and roll kind of sound, and just kind of give pop music an edge. Well, it does every bit of that. As a matter of fact, I understand that uh, you have been, at least in image, if not in sound, uh, you've been compared to, uh, uh, what, a cross between Joan Jett and Madonna? I have, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy what uh, people have compared my music to, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's an interesting combination. Not a, not a bad one. I mean, uh, you know, at least they didn't compare you to... Uh, Lawrence Welk or something, but no, that's that's a uh, that's a great compliment actually, and uh, I I was impressed when I heard this, and uh, since then I heard an, another track you did called Try, and, uh, and then of course we have the new track we're going to be playing in just a few minutes. Now you write your own music? I do. Yeah, I um, I write write everything myself. Uh, the odd time I might get a, a co-writer or. Uh, uh, a little bit of, you know, input from my producer, but uh, other than that, everything, everything comes from me, and uh, it's just more authentic that way. And let's see, you're based in Toronto. Are you recording also up in Toronto? I am. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I work with the producers out here in, the, in Toronto. I uh, put on my shows out here, um, and uh, you know, I do the odd show in Vancouver, BC as well. But it's usually uh, mostly in Toronto right now. And it's, this is the part where you can uh, get in a plug for your studio if you'd like to name drop. Um, yeah, I work with uh, Mark Lubeck out of uh, Zed Records. Who, um, Zed Records, okay. Zed Records, yeah. He's a fantastic producer. And, um, yeah, he's, he's worked on a couple tracks with me uh, right now. And we're, we're working on, you know, a couple more, finishing up the album. And, uh, yeah, we're just bugging away. Awesome. When's the album due? Do you have an idea? Um, looking at early next year. There's a couple more songs that I need to uh, finish up and for the five for the record. But uh, yeah, it's what we're aiming for early next year. Looking forward to that. Maybe we get you to come back and uh, share a couple of tracks with us. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there awfully quiet today. Uh, well, that's because you haven't Not let me get a word in edgewise. I mean, geez, <laughs> Louise. Uh, Kristen, welcome. And we're awfully glad to have you around. Um, as, as David will tell you, as he tells all of our guests, uh, I never get to hear the music before the show starts. However, this song, Party Heroes, is an exception because I remember we did play it, what, about a month or so ago. And I remember coming mm -hmm. away from it being very impressed. Um, it, to me, it has a crossover quality where you can play it on a dance station, a pop station, or maybe, uh, you know, a hip hop station. But if you had to classify yourself or assign a genre to yourself for as a musical artist, what would you give yourself? I would say it's uh, definitely pop music. It's uh, edgy pop or electro pop. It is edgy, and that's why I like it. I mean, mm -hmm. that thing just gets in your face and demands your attention, and that's one of the things that I like about it, and a beautiful job of production, too. Do you handle all the production as well as writing and, and uh, the music and, and the lyrics? Um, the production I co-produced with my producer. 
Um, so we, we kind of did it together, but, uh, um, yeah, it, it kind of depends on the song, whether I go in with a full demo and work on that, or if I'm writing from scratch from the, uh, in the studio or, uh, it just depends. This one was, uh, it was written, I had a sort of an idea with some lyrics and I went into the studio that way and we kind of built the track together. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it really depends on the, on the track itself, but I do, I do like to come in prepared with most of my thoughts in the demo. Well, when you started off professionally, um, what did you, you know, what kind of a path did you take to get to Party Heroes? Has it always been this kind of music or were you into acoustic? Uh, Just exactly what were you doing to get yourself to this point? Um, I was actually listening to a lot of uh, pop rock, rock music. Um, I was based in, in Vancouver, B.C., and, you know, was influenced by bands like Faber Drive, Marianas Trench, Hedley, um, even Nickelback, um, just some of the, the heavier kind of pop rock music. Um, and I um, I decided to give, you know, dance music a shot. You know, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, they were all coming out at the time. And I thought like, this would be really fun to kind of um, mix the two genres and have it, uh, give it a little bit of edge, a little something that could cross over. And... Um, yeah, it's a lot of trial and error. I've gone, you know, one way I've gone you know, dubstep, another way I've gone acoustic, another way I've gone um, more of an urban hip-hop kind of uh, vibe to songs. And I really like what I'm doing now. I really like, you know, the, the, the final product of combining those, those edgy rock riffs with the dance music and those catchy pop melodies. And, and that's something that really works for me and my music. And... Um, yeah, a lot of trial and error, but this is what I've come up with, and uh, and I love it. Well, I can see you getting airplay, that's for sure. And again, I think that it, Absolutely, is, yeah. it, it has a good crossover uh, quality to it, to where you're going to be uh, not limited to just one format of radio. And I think a successful artist should strive for that, and I think you've done a good job there. Thank you so much. I have to agree with you on that one, John Bon Jovi. Actually, we do agree occasionally. Uh, Kristen, I'm glad that John mentioned your prior work and working up to this. I was curious, can you tell us a little bit about your background, uh, how you got into music and how you got to where you are? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, when I was younger, I... uh um, you know, I was doing dance at first and whatnot, and I didn't really know that I wanted to be a musician. Um, so I remember coming home one day and asking my parents for, you know, some sort of a piano to learn, That's the instrument I wanted to learn. Um, I didn't want to do dance anymore, and I, uh, you know, my, my parents eventually picked up a digital piano, and I started learning that way, and I was just so, and uh, wanted to learn everything about it, and going through all the books, and, um, I went from that and then, you know, in school, in, in grade six and seven, I, I couldn't bring a piano with me. So I had to learn and I had to pick another instrument. So I picked the saxophone, the tenor sax. And so I was doing that. And I eventually joined a marching band um, and picked up a few more instruments, uh, did different instruments in school and just kind of got well-rounded that way. And once I finished, you know, high school, I was, uh, I had a few instruments under my belt and I decided 
um, to go into audio engineering and learn how everything was put together on, on CDs and records and how bands were recorded and more of the creative process. And um, I liked it, but it wasn't totally for me to be behind the scenes. I wanted to be in front, on stage, kind of front and center. So, um, yeah, I decided to join a few bands and eventually went solo and uh, just kept hustling to where I am now. It's a, uh, it's a good route, and I'm really impressed with the fact that you not only uh, worked to a degree of mastery with a couple of musical instruments, but that you also got into the behind-the-scenes and got into the, the production and knowing what, what it takes from that side to put together a, a good hit sound. Uh, it's something that we have stressed here because, well, the focus of our show is on the emerging artists and what it takes to make it in today's music world. And one of the things we've uh, found is there are so many uh, of the new artists that have not yet learned that there's more to the business than just getting up on stage and performing your music. And uh, I know one of the things that we and several of our guests have stressed is it's called music business because it is a business, and you have to know, you know, you have to have a business savvy about you, and that would include uh, knowing what all the pieces are and how they fit together. And I think you've done a, uh, an excellent job with that and it shows in the finished product. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. I mean, you do have to be a well-rounded musician as well as a as business savvy. I mean, there's so many people in this industry that go in blindly and they get uh, sort of manipulated by different people and they end up changing their sound or changing in different things or being told what to say or what to wear and and you kind of lose yourself that way and and that's I didn't want to do that I wanted to read everything I could and and learn everything I could about the industry and and what I could do at my level and so far it's been extremely successful and I recommend that you know any other artist that kind of wants to babble in the industry or get into it that they do their research and they really find out what kind of artist they want to be and um, just just hustle towards that. Excellent point. And uh, I was going to ask you also, are you, uh, I've run across you on uh, social media because you were an upcoming guest and naturally I try to, uh, well, you know, I have to go around check and make sure I know how to pronounce their names and, you know, the usual stuff like that. But uh, are you doing a lot of social media on your own? Yeah, I do. I do everything on my own. Um, I uh, I manage around Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Um, so when anybody's reaching out to me, it's it's directly myself. I do try and reach out, you know, as quickly as I can, but it's not always the case. But um, mm. I do I do reach out to everybody, um, and I do manage all of you know. It's me posting. It's me saying what I want to say. It's uh, it's um, yeah. It's more authentic that way rather than have somebody just kind of post for you and say, you know, this is what you're actually saying, but it's not, you know what I mean? So it I, I want to make sure it's from me. Yeah. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. And the, the fans appreciate that. We've seen that so many times that, you know, every now and then you'll get a, you'll get someone that the, the fans know that it is a combine of some sort doing the actual posting and that you can see the difference in the reaction of the fans who realize they are actually talking with, interacting with the artist. And uh, that's, that's really important. It brings you that much closer. And of course, being able to relate to the, uh, to the, uh, to the audience is an important part of 
what you do. Uh, I was going to ask you, that's an excellent point for us to stop and have you tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, yes, my website is kristenkarma.com, and that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-K-A-R-M-A.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, yeah, Kristen Karma Official, Twitter, Kristen underscore Karma, Instagram, at Kristen Karma. Um, I'm on YouTube. You can basically just search my name on Google, and you'll find any other social media ads. Um, I'm on iTunes, all streaming media, Spotify. Add me, add me to your playlist. Um, yeah, anywhere. It's all very accessible and, and it's out there for everyone to hear. Absolutely. Now, uh, you've mentioned the time you spend uh, creating and working in the studio, uh, making new music. Uh, you also mentioned you're appearing around Toronto. Are you doing any touring outside of Toronto? Um, not yet. I'm still my main focus. Um, Probably for the remainder of the year, we'll be finishing up the album just because that's really important to get that out. Um, sure. I have released, you know, two singles that will be from the upcoming album, and then I believe the, the next single you're going to play is, is also it's going to be released in the fall. So, um, yeah, just working on just finishing it up and and getting everything together and ready for the release and. Uh, um, after that, hopefully I'll be touring. Um, but right now it's just in the studio and just making sure the songs are really the best version of the song that can be out there. And I'm really happy and everyone's going to be happy with it. And, and that's where my main focus is right now. Sure. Great. Now, uh, you mentioned you have an album that you're looking forward to probably putting out after the first of the year. Uh, I want to be sure and mention to you, as we do all of our guests, that you're now part of our family. So we are here for you to help promote your music. I have a page on Facebook uh, that you may have stumbled across if you uh, if you do the David Bowers Awards group page. And uh, that's there strictly for my guests to post their music news, releases, touring, uh, gossip, whatever you want to share with your uh, followers. It's there for you. Do it. Post it. And I will make sure that the, the important stuff like uh, new releases and show dates and things uh, get on other sites of mine around the uh, around the web because you have to be all over social media anymore but uh, keep that in mind we always have a place for you, you like i said your family now so you will got something you want to share with the public give us a holler and we do we love to stay in touch with our guests see how their careers are progressing how they're doing and uh, of course have you back again in the future thank you so much well, you're absolutely welcome there. Before we let you go, you did uh, refer to this new song and uh, a bit of a sneak preview for our listeners. Uh, tell us a little bit about this next track we're going to play. Yeah, absolutely. So this next track um, I actually wrote with an upcoming artist um, in front of mine, Marianne Hanna. And um, basically, um, so my father passed away two years ago and her brother had passed away about 10 years ago and we wanted to uh, write a song together that kind of commemorated them and, and just to, you know, say, um, you know, I, I hope they're that they're watching us and, and thinking of us and are proud of what we're doing down here. And uh, we wrote the, wrote the song and fun facts, uh, my dad's name was John and her brother's name was John and we decided to call it Dear John. So it'll be the, the next uh, single to be released in the fall. We just shot a music video and uh, we're pretty pumped about it. 
I don't blame you. And it's a, uh, I was going to mention that the song is a bit of a change of pace from what you've been doing, and that you sort of explained why that is. I'm sorry, of course, for your loss. It's something that we all have to face at some time in our lives, and uh, it sounds like you're... Uh, it sounds like you're dealing with it quite well. Now, Mary and Hannah and Mr. ATP, can you tell us briefly a little bit about them? Um, yeah, so Mary and Hannah is a uh, kind of a soulful um, pop rocker out of uh, Toronto, and uh, we, we've known each other for, for a long, long time, but uh, she's getting started on her musical journey, which is cool, so it's great to have her, her co-writing on the track. And Mr. ATP is a um, a local rapper and guitarist out of the Toronto area that I've uh, worked with um, before, and um, uh, yeah, it's a it's the first time having them both on my track, which is cool. Fantastic! Want to thank you so much for coming and spending some time with us, sharing your story as well as your music. And again, you're welcome. We're looking forward to having you come back in the future, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Karma. Here is the new song coming out next month. It's called. Dear John. Dear John, are you doing well? Are you happy with your farewell? Can you hear me falling down to pray? I think about you every single day. Don't you wish there was another You've been gone still Thinking about the fact You did nothing wrong Still trying to let the pain out I'm still searching for a way To cope with everything And be a better person But you can rest assured Knowing that every day I grow And continue to learn Even when I'm led astray I can't lose You're the compass in my heart Always pointing to the truth 3.14159 It's not about the quantity It's the quality of life I like to believe There's a purpose for everything Even though you left I believe you're in a better place So I keep reminding myself Just to stay on my path It won't do me no well To keep hating my heart For the things I can't change So I try to live in love in honor of your name. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay, well, that is uh, a very, very lovely young lady, and her name is Kristen Karma. We just heard her song, Dear John, and I got to tell you, I think this woman is going to go places. She has got some great things going for her, beautifully produced music. And we're just waiting for David to get back in here. He uh, got called out for just a moment, so that's why I'm just doing the stretch thing and filling in until he gets back in. And, and I think, judging by my computer screen, and there's an extremely ugly face looking at me, it must be him. David, is that you? <laughs> yes, I'm back also. I'm thank sorry you, about that. You, Sometimes these things happen. Thank you. Yeah, I took a little stroll. It lasted a little longer than I anticipated. Thank you for filling in so ably there, John Bon Jovi. Well, We're you know, uh, I used to do it on a semi-regular basis. So sure. What fill in for uh, fill in for people? Yeah, well, yeah, that or you know, outro a <laughs> yeah, record I, or you know. One thing that I do Whatever miss, one thing I got, I got to tell you that I do exactly. miss is, is, is doing a walk-up. I miss doing walk-ups. I I understand that we're going to uh, we're going to roll a song right now. We're not going to exactly walk it up, but we have uh, we have Eric standing by from Leaving Eden, and we're anxious to talk with him about their new album. We're going to play the title track of the new album from Leaving Eden right now. It's called "The Agony of Affliction."
There you go. That is the new lead single, well, at least the titled single, off of the new album by by Leaving Eden. Sorry, I just got a, uh, a cue card up there that said that uh, I have uh, Eve and Alyssa, along with Eric, standing by, waiting to chat with us. So uh, let's invite them to come on in and say hello, everyone. Hi. How are Hi. you? Hi. Doing Hi, great. David. How are you? Hi. Doing great, Eric. Thank you. Thank you all for coming. And what a great new sound that is on that uh, on the uh, title track of the album. Uh, I was just blown away when I first heard it. It's a, uh, it's a little more anthemic than you usually do. Yeah, that you know, that's what people are saying, I guess. Uh, a little more radio-friendly and stuff, and uh, a little bit more straightforward, not as, as progressive, I guess. Yeah, and and it, it, it's also like it has dance. that. I'm sorry. I said I like to dance, so we need it. You know, girls, the girls. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and I noticed the the like feel to it. Yeah, actually, I you know I I'll admit it. It's uh, they're nice to have in life, really, and we're so glad that you're all here with us today. Uh, no. Yeah, and Let's, David, and, and David, yes. I was going to say, I'm going to let the girls do more of the talking. Oh my so, God. you know, because I'm always doing the talking. <laughs> it it like they, I'm here. It sounds here like are. you didn't tell them ahead of time they were going to do that, but that's okay, too. Uh, well, let's do this. Let's introduce, uh, we'll start in alphabetical order. Alyssa, say hello and uh, tell everyone what your part in the band is. One, two, three, go. Hi. Um, I play keyboards and backup vocals. Alrighty, and Eve, your turn. Yes, my turn. Hi, everyone. I'm Eve. I, I, I sing. I, you know, I just sing and entertain and have fun. And nothing wrong with that. Now, are <laughs> are you both involved in the creation? Like, did you you help create the music that went into this new album? Um, you know what? Honestly, that I'm gonna have to just send that all over to Eric. I, I might do like production thing things sometimes at like the tail end or little things, but it's it's his it's his creation, you know, his divine creation that makes it all happen. <laughs> Well, we're uh, we're familiar with his creations, having had him on uh, on the show a couple of times in the past already. And uh, how long has this album been in the process? Um, you know what? I feel like we recorded it six months ago, but it's probably just a we probably finished recording it um, a few uh, three months ago or so. You know, finished editing and mixing and all that that jazz and doing all the artwork. It's a ton of work. It's a lot more work. Oh, yeah. You know, people think people think rock and roll is glamorous when it really is a ton of work. It really is. Oh, hours absolutely. and hours go into it. Yeah, it is um, absolutely every bit of that. Even if you were even if you were fortunate enough to have a label to do all the work for you, just the part of what the artists themselves, whether it's a band or a solo artist, just what you have to do to get to that point where the label would take over and do the rest of the world is still a, uh, it's a tremendous job. It takes, uh, it takes talent and dedication and a lot of dedication. That's, that's the word right there. And insane dedication to, to your dream and your craft, you know, it's, 
But it's, if it's something you love, it's not work, <laughs> right? Right, and that's another theme that we have heard so many times from uh, from so many different artists. I know I always I always refer back to uh, Joe Bonsell of the Oak Ridge Boys, who's been on the show several times, and they've been around what, what uh, in their current incarnation, uh, they've been around about fifty years, close to fifty years now with the personnel they have now, and uh, they they say the same thing that. Uh, you know, you've got to love what you do. If you love it, you're going to be all right. If you're in it for the money and the glory, you're in the wrong business. But uh, that's right. And, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. And this, you know, basically, if you're if you love what you do and you're going to go out and you're going to be so good, you're going to be successful. So the money and the glory will follow naturally. But you got to you got to take it with the right priorities. John Bon Jovial, I know you want to jump in here. Well, yeah, I uh, just flashed on something when uh eve you were talking about the amount of work that it takes to go into putting together this kind of production and i can remember years ago i think this is probably 30 maybe 35 years ago uh the one of the uh the jocks on kmet the old kmet in los angeles was interviewing frank zappa it was about a 20 minute long interview and going into what it took to create a record from scratch, from the the very the yeah. beginning inceptions all the way to the to the record store, you know, Now, for yeah. you kids out there, a record store is a place you used to go to physically put your hand <laughs> on this piece of vinyl and walk it to the cash register and pay you know maybe two ninety eight for it. But uh, vinyl making a comeback though. Vinyl is yes, making it is. a comeback. It sure is. You know, I was in Barnes and Noble the other day. And they have, they're selling vinyl now, and they had a copy of Led Zeppelin's first album, which my own personal opinion, I think, is their best one. But then again, what do I know? And they, the album, I couldn't believe it, was forty nine ninety five really for a, for a, for a, yeah, a, a record. Outrageous. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, and I can wow. remember as a kid paying three bucks for an album and... 45, 50, 75 cents for a for single. A single and, sure. uh, well, uh, how times have changed. I remember this, this interview right. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Zappa espousing on what it took to create a record from start to finish. And it's, it's a task. So, yes, I empathize it, with you completely on that. It really is. And, and unfortunately, you know, I, I I help when I can. All of us do. Alyssa Alyssa did some. Now it's all computer, right? So Alyssa did some editing for Eric, and because um, we do a lot of our own pre-production, we do all of our own pre-production before sure. it goes out to uh, to get. We have our own studio here, so the pre-stuff where you know you're going to spend fifty thousand dollars if you go into a studio. We we've saved a lot of money because we're able to do this, um, but. It really, he does, I'd say 98% of all of it, and it's incredible what, I have to, you know, like, hands down, like, bow down to him for for what he does. Well, I I think one of the things that uh, it shows that he is very good at is making it a team effort, because he's got you you girls on board, and you're you're fitting right in and working towards the common goal, and that's, uh, that's very important. It takes teamwork. And uh, I'm glad to hear that this album that you have coming out, the uh, the agony of affliction, is available now for pre-order. Correct? Yes, it is. Um, everywhere, right? iTunes, yeah. 
Amazon, all those spaces out there. Yeah, and it'll be right. released on August 8th. And I wanted to say, David, uh, every song on this album is going to be in our movie. We have a movie that will be oh, coming wow. out called, yeah, oh, called The Nitwit. It's, it's a fake reality comedy. And it's it's really funny. It, it it's based on loosely based on uh, real life events that have either happened to me or or happened to somebody close to me. And oh, you, uh, you couldn't make us. It, yeah, you couldn't make this stuff up if you if you tried. So it's really awesome. good. And and we already got worldwide distribution for it. So it's it's great. Oh, you have to keep really us good. posted on that. Not only to spread the word, but. Um, but also to be able to go and see it from a personal standpoint. Uh, what was that name again? I think I talked when you were mentioning the name. Yeah, The Nitwit, it's called. And that's going to be, uh, that's released throughout label Dockstar Records via Sony, worldwide distribution, and there's also MVD in the Orchard and all that stuff. So it's, it's really cool. I'm going to have to see that. I can't wait to see that. Thank you for sharing that. That was a, uh, that was a tidbit I wasn't expecting. And we have... You know, we pride ourselves on surprises. For example, you and the girls have no idea what tracks we were going to play today. Uh, Eric sent me the tracks and said, go ahead and pick out a couple. And uh, I think the first one was uh, probably a natural choice, the title track from the album. And uh, the next one, again, you have no idea which one we picked. I picked one that I think <laughs> is an attention getter. And uh, kind of a change of pace again for you guys. But we'll talk about that more in a moment. Now, the album you said is out August 8th? Yes. Okay. And we also have the movie The Nitwit, which will feature music from the album as well, correct? Yes, and actually from some of our other albums and all the music as well in that. Wow. So not I'm only looking does he for write music, he writes movie scripts and gets them filmed, you know, and product, produ produced. <laughs> what a talent. What a talent. <laughs> I am well, impressed. Well, kind of just, just fell into it, really. Uh, the plan was just for uh, us to have um, our music in the movie and have you know somebody else take the whole thing. But one thing led to a, another. When we went to Iowa, met with Razor and the actors is Matt and uh, Jordan, and uh, you know we were having a scotch, and I, I just threw down the script because we had we were doing a different TV series thing where our music was going to be in, and that's how I met them. And threw it down. They started reading, laughing, and everything. They said, well, "Let's make this movie." And I said, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> Great. I'm Great. definitely looking forward to that. We're down to about a couple of minutes left, and I got a couple of points I want to touch on. First off, real quickly, can you can you give us an idea of where the title came from? The agony of affliction. Well, I think that we're all afflicted in some way, and. You know, it can be agonizing, I guess. And that's really, uh, that's that's what it's about. It's, you know. Excellent. Now, this one's going to be a little harder for you. But before we let you go, we have just got to have you explain where this song came from that we're going to be playing next called Pothead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah. man. And that's a, it's a big song in the movie. Um, it was actually written a while ago and was never released. And so we just, it's kind of a humorous, funny kind of song. Um, and it's about, you know, 
people that smoke pot. <laughs> I, I heard that at, when I was going through the tracks the first time, and I said that's going to have to be one of the tracks we play. So uh, we'll be playing that in just a couple of seconds. Eric, Alyssa, Eve, want to thank you so much for coming and sharing with us, and we wish you the very best. We will look forward to having you come back again. I'll be looking forward to that movie. Be sure and keep us posted on that. And also uh, my uh, Facebook page and my other social media pages, feel free to jump in and uh, promote whatever you've got going. We want to keep up with you and your activities, your albums, your your movie now, and uh, keep in touch with us. Look forward to having you back again. Leaving Eden, this is from their new album, The Agony of Affliction. It's called Simply Pothead. That's 
Godhead by leaving Eden from their brand new album, The Agony of Affliction, Love which it. is, uh, well, by the time you hear this, it will uh, it will probably be released already. You can find them online, of course, at leavingeden.com. And uh, be sure to check out the album and uh, drop them a line, as we suggest you do for all of our guests. If you like what they do, drop them a line and let them know you do. And uh, look for the movie, too. I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to... Uh, I can't wait to see and hear the nitwit. That sounds like fun. It'll be fun, yeah. Yeah. I that, believe that, that. that song. Want to thank know, you that... all for dropping by. Want to thank you all for dropping by. And also thank, of course, our guests, uh, Leaving Eden and the delightful Kristen Karma. We look forward to having them back in the future and definitely look forward to having you back next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yeah, that song kind of reminded me of the old Cheech and Chong bit, you know. For 10 keys, Bob, exactly. what is your name? <laughs> oh, I knew that one yesterday, man. Hey, folks, you did it. Wow, you spent another hour with us, and we are quite grateful that you have done just exactly at uh, that. The uh, David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in beautiful Tempe, Arizona, and uh, is available on all of your favorite uh, pod download locations like YouTube and iHeartRadio and Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices. And now we are also available on the uh, TuneIn Radio app and PodCoin, the app that actually does pay you to listen to the podcasts like this one. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and be sure to like The David Bowers on Facebook as well as Twitter and join us next week for the David Bowers Award Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFC FM. They are located at 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That's otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Love each other. And we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.